0: To Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast
1: where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is...
0: First things first, folks, I'd like to do a little bit of housekeeping and start by saying a big thank you to our special guests, Billy and Abby. They are... Always welcome either back here in the Cartridge Command Center or off-site at the Cartridge Cabana, where last week's episode was taped.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, acoustics over in uh Alefgard aren't quite as good as here, so...
0: Yes, but you know, big thanks again, so uh, hopefully you enjoyed their addition to the show, and uh, just a note, they are both Cartridge Commandos that do support us on Patreon, so if any of you out there wish to join the Commander Army, swing by patreon.com slash cartridgecommand cartridge command needs you it does and i'm back from my uh, cross country trek and ready to talk some Mortal mortal kombat mortal kombat was released in arcades in 1992 by midway it was later simultaneously released for both the Genesis and Super Nintendo by Acclaim in September of 1993 here in the United States.
1: Was that Mortal Monday? Or was that, was that, was that Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Kombat 2? 2? I, I, I think remember. it
0: was the second one
1: when the full-on
0: ultra-marketing blitz. Well, I knew because they
1: had that and then there was like Sonic Tuesday where there yeah. are these day puns. It
0: doesn't have a, quite the ring to it. Hmm. But, you know, those our poor friends in the PAL territories did not get this game until... Just kidding. October 93, only oh, one month later. Nice. And oddly enough, it was the Japanese that had to wait a whole nother month and get it in December of 93 as well.
1: Nice tight release schedule.
0: Mortal Kombat was created by Ed Boon and John Tobias. They were one of the uh, first non-Nintendo, I feel like, superstars in the game-making community.
1: Oh, well, yeah, they were, they were big back in the day. Them and like the id software you know what i mean like right. john carmack and. but those. before
0: these guys you really only heard of you know shigeru miyamoto maybe and, yeah and well yeah. whoever else nintendo power pushed to I the know. forefront
1: i didn't hear of you know i mean i barely even knew these guys until they started naming characters after themselves but exactly <laughs>
0: and uh they were given the task of creating and finishing a fighting game within one year
1: that's a yeah pretty tall order and well
0: uh, they apparently did this in 10 months between nice. 91 and 92 under budget Now, this was kind of in response to
1: the popularity of Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. I I remember those Halcyon days, man. Um, Street Fighter 2 was huge and like kind of gave the arcades a bit of a shot in the arm for a few years there.
0: Oh, yeah. And there was a a little while, though. You had Pit Fighter, you had Street Fighter, and then there was like that lull. Yeah. But then that next year, we had Mortal Kombat. We had every other game you could imagine. Yeah,
1: this was the first one I remember seeing after Street Fighter where I was like, oh this is a thing now like a genre not just a game
0: correct and you know this game was originally supposed to be a licensed game featuring Jean-Claude Van Damme
1: yeah I remember hearing that
0: but he had apparently a contract with another uh, game studio they had the license for his likeness
1: <laughs> that's funny because he would later be in Street Fighter the movie the game yes as and that's so yeah but... his
0: actual digitized self now he's still in this game and we'll talk about that later in its own way <laughs> But, um, you know, they were going to originally digitize him for this game and some other actors. And they used that same concept, though, for the bones of the Mortal Kombat. Right. Now, like I said, this was a reaction to Street Fighter and maybe Pit Fighter. But it really wanted to combine the aspects of both. Like, the fighting game, but that digitized look. And um, the big thing they added here was, you know, more of the ultra-violence. Yeah, yeah. They um, took it to a new level there. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I can remember maybe Splatterhouse... Um yeah. I can't I know I can't really think of many other arcade games that had this mm. level of violence in them before I saw this. Like
1: Narc maybe you could blow people up. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But one thing that was pretty interesting is that this the arcade game used 8 megabits of graphical data for each character. Wow. And 64 colors. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then each character had about 300 frames of animation. So that was pretty respectable. I mean, it was definitely more fluid than other games you would see at the time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not too partial to digitized graphics. I think they work good here because it has a kind of cheesy kung fu movie feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all good.
0: Now, each actor was uh, filmed with a high 8 camera. And then, as you said, and we've said many times, these frames were then digitized, not rotoscoped. And uh, rotoscoping had been used before many times, such as, you know, in games uh, like well i guess technically dragon's lair could have been i mean it was, oh, it was yeah. animated by hand but more in things like um, prince of persia and flashback or out of this world mm. and those that's where you take the digital image and then go over it draw over it with uh you know right new right. polygons or whatever but you know this game was different because it actually used the likenesses and just digitized them but basically resed them down gotcha <laughs>
1: Well, Nick, what kind of game is Mortal Kombat? Well, Mortal Kombat is a uh, 2D fighting game. Uh, It's the first one we've talked about here. So, you know, it's kind of the first. Save the best for first, right?
0: (laughs) Well, maybe not.
1: (laughs) But, you know, it's uh, standard fighting. You know, you got two characters, uh, player one, player two, ideally, or player one and some computer guy. Um, And if you're
0: playing the computer, you just go through various stages and levels of difficulty, but if you're playing a person,
1: it's best out of two rounds. Yeah, which is the way to go. Uh, and that was it, the it, standard for fighting game,
0: yeah. many years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, in this fighting game, you have two punches, and that is a low punch and a high punch. Mm-hmm. And then you have two kicks, a low kick and a high kick. And then you also have a dedicated block.
1: Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, I should say, different than the the standard set by Street Fighter. You had... In that one, it was three punches, three kicks of varying strength and speeds. These are more, like, locationally different.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because this game used more of an X pattern for its buttons.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, having a block button, you're not just pressing backwards to block.
0: True. Um, When I built my main cabinet, I opted for the Neo Geo style 8 okay uh four and then four because i felt like then i could do a street fighter i could do whatever i needed but then a game like this comes along and (laughs) really throws your control scheme out of whack
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) now there are more moves than just those four uh because when you're close to an opponent sometimes those button presses will have a different action
1: yeah um or you know if you're crouching or Mm -hmm. you know there's different uh kind of directional inputs that can alter them which is a a a genre convention even from street fighter
0: now if you're close and you do a low punch that is a throw
1: yeah you do a little back throw roll throw and
0: close and a heavy punch is kind of like an elbow or maybe a backhand depending on your location to the enemy
1: yeah i think uh and that's kano does a headbutt i believe oh yeah he has a he's one of the few he has a special one
0: we'll get to those here in a few and then down and
1: punch is your uppercut yeah, that's the big boy yeah. and that works for all
0: all characters mm-hmm. those are the moves that are the same no matter who you are
1: yeah and uh well you also have everybody's got sweep kicks mm. which is what back and low kick i think Oh, okay yeah. and then if you hit back and high kick you'll do a roundhouse kick which i don't know it's got a bit of knockback but it doesn't knock people down i, I don't really use it that often
0: maybe that's why i don't remember doing it <laughs> <laughs> now one thing that was new to the genre and the big thing that really set Mortal Kombat apart from the other fighting games is the concept of fatalities. Yeah, this is
1: all new, all here, man.
0: Yes, and a fatality is a button and move combo that you
1: do after you've won the fight. Yeah, you have a short like five second window to you get some inputs, maybe you can pull it off, or you can just go punch them around if you want.
0: You can. Uh, and that's usually what I would end up doing. Um, you know, the few times I did play this in the arcade, there was no chance of me ever getting a fatality <laughs> off. I can guarantee that.
1: I Sometimes when I would try to troll people that I knew just wanted to see the fatalities, I'd just walk up and punch them.
0: Mm. Just to be like, <laughs> Nice. And that Jerk was move. definitely one of the things that drew people to this cabinet. You know, you wanted to watch other people play, and you were hoping that you would get to see a fatality pulled off at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Nick, what is your personal history with Mortal Kombat?
1: Well, I've got a bit. Um, I remember uh, I was a big fan of Street Fighter 2 as soon as it came out. And I remember the first time I saw Mortal Kombat in the arcade was I was waiting in line to play Street Fighter. And Mm -hmm. time was running out and I was like, whatever, I'll play this one. It seems all right. And, you know, it was, uh, you got the blood, you got the fatalities. But then everybody, all the characters seem like, you know, kind of... I guess, rip-offs or homages to... Whichever
0: way you'd like to go. Uh,
1: other things. So, you know, I had like a cheesy fun to it. And, you know, I enjoyed it. But, I mean, I also knew from the get-go, even as a, you know, 12-year-old, I was like, "Ah, eh, this game's not as deep as, as Street Fighter is.
0: Right. Kind of a little lighter version. Now, you know, yeah. I also, I watched it in arcades. I was one of those rare kids that did not make the leap to the fighting games. Mm-hmm. The 50-cent price point. Yeah, really, really turned me off. And the fact that so much of it was verses, and if I wasn't good enough, didn't matter. I was going to only be playing for three minutes anyways. It's true, man. So you know, I did watch a lot of these games, you know, while I was waiting for another game to open up, or maybe as I had run out of money. Mm -hmm. And then I did actually have some hand-on experience with the home console version, and that would be for the Genesis. Okay. Uh, My best friend had it, and I would stay with him in the summers. And uh, I do have really fond memories of playing it with him and, uh, you know, goofing around. But also, sadly, I did bring my Super Nintendo back with me. And it usually got the hallowed first place in uh, the gaming area.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, well.
0: My Final Fantasy had come out that year. and
1: That's, yeah, heavyweights, man. Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> Nick, what is your more recent experience with this game?
1: Well, uh, going back... Um... I remember kind of originally, we were going to play it on different systems. Uh, right, yeah. I started on the Super Nintendo, but uh, I quickly jumped ship to the Sega because I was like, this is not fun. It is hard to control.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the the input lag is a little different.
1: Yeah, it seems... I mean, I don't know if I'd say the, the Genesis one is like markedly better, but it felt better. I don't know if it's just the it, time I'd spent playing and getting I know, used I to it. I did
0: look at the Super Nintendo version, and it definitely has better you know uh, backgrounds. And then... Also, uh, you pull most of the sound effects for the show. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you got none of them <laughs> from the Genesis.
1: Now, I try to get the ones, the music, but all the vocal ones, you're only getting that on the Super Nintendo. The Genesis does have the ability to play some of the sounds, but not all of them. I think you get one, like, get over here. That's the only voice.
0: I think you might get a couple names, but I'm not, yeah, not okay. 100% certain. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Now, uh, so you played it on the genesis
1: yeah so i jumped over to the genesis and played it and made myself beat it it took a while but it was all right i mean eh, these games aren't meant to play against the computer i don't think like it's it's eh, it's okay but you're really just learning how to trick and outsmart the ai into doing dumb stuff which it frequently does which is
0: why i did not beat the game um (laughs) you know i played it on genesis and i played it about three times and you know i gotta say that uh at first i was confused because there was no blood but we'll get to that yeah i finally figured that one out (laughs) And I did play it with my son a bunch. And, you know, it was fun playing the two-player just to goof around, hurt each other, kind of yeah. show them some things. But, man, it, it did just sorely lack. And then, uh, I'm not going to lie, I jump out and I played more of it in the arcade, ah. on, my, on my arcade cabinet.
1: That's the way to do it, I think. Because,
0: you know, I was trying to show him, like, well, this is what it's really supposed to be like. And then we just sat there and we played for, like, a good hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Like, we really got into it and goofed off. And we're, you know, it's just a lot more fun and a lot easier to control. Now... Not that this game is hard to control, but well, we'll get to that in just a moment. Well, Nick, this is a game that was released on many systems. Yes, it was. So I'm guessing it had many different types of manuals.
1: It did, and uh, which did you look at? I looked at two of them. Actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I looked at the uh, Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis one. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, uh, you know, the Super Nintendo one is full color, but the Sega one is black and white. Um, but they have a lot of really good artwork. Like, it looks like comic book artwork.
0: Oh, okay. So, someone drew this.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it's, We're not
0: looking at the digitized sprites.
1: Yeah. I mean, even the, the story is like a two, it's only a few panels, but it's like a, you know, comic book story about, like, here's how this tournament got started and stuff. And how did the tournament get started? Um, well, it's just, uh, it's run by Shang Tsung, who defeated, I think, the previous champion was Kung Lao mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think Goro beat him and took over, and it's like Shang Tsung's trying to just get all the fighters together and kill them to take over the world somehow. Hmm. It didn't really, I mean, I didn't see a lot of the weird
0: uh, And the funny part is, is that the mortal Kombat series does have its own story and lore like each game keeps adding to the official story and it's very complicated and convoluted
1: and it's one thing i a few things i actually was like i remember you know as the games came out and i was like oh it's actually cool that they have a kind of continuity i didn't get as much from street fighter Mm -hmm. but you know like they they would be like here's who won this tournament the first tournament was won by this person these things happened, you know so it was pretty pretty neat but yeah, and the the manual just, uh, you know, explains a lot of the different tournament rules, your singles matches, your mirror matches, your endurance matches.
0: Now, what about, like, uh, movesets?
1: Uh, it does give you some. Um, there's a character, this is a weird section where it's like, uh, each character has their own little, uh, you know, description stuff, but all the, it's like the pages are divided in half horizontally so you have okay. these little strips like you could cut them out maybe and make a little card hmm. whereas like one side it has a front and they're like height and weight and blah blah oh blah. so it's like each
0: individual page has a front and back to it for the character
1: yeah well it has like two because it's cut in half huh. it's a weird design i kind of don't like it um but yeah and they give you like one move per character and just then, one but there are some blank areas where you could write fill in you know the other oh. ones as you discover them so
0: i, I do kind of like that yeah, yeah. But no no mention of like the finishing moves or I'm sorry, the fatalities.
1: Uh no, I mean, there's a spot for you to write them down there, but mm. they don't they don't tell you those. And uh um and it does have a generous uh at least in the Sega Genesis one, 3 pages for memos. Wow. I I do respect that.
0: Well, now we find ourselves in the general chat portion of the show. And I'd like to start by saying this game did not hold up to my memories.
1: <laughs> I was I was kind of curious because I owned Mortal Kombat two. Okay. Didn't own this one. I don't know anybody who actually owned it. I feel like it was rented once or twice. Mm-hmm. And maybe on both systems. I don't know. But so I, I don't have a lot of experience or memories from playing it on consoles. And I was like I was like, dude, I don't remember I remember this being fun. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, right.
0: Yeah, same here.
1: Now let's talk about some
0: of the, the the minor differences between the two systems and things that are unique to the home versions mm, sure. of the
1: game. First off, no blood in the Super Nintendo version. No, nope. Nintendo is all Great. for families, so you're not getting that.
0: Nope, gray sweat. And then I was also confused because I booted up my Genesis version mm-hmm. and
1: no blood. Yeah. no. Now, the Genesis one has the blood code. Yes. Which I could still remember after all these years. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. And it is A-B-A-C-A-B-B. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Abacab. Yep. All right. Not and the Phil Collins song, which sucks. Like, all of his songs. Anyways, Ouch. moving along. <laughs> now... <laughs>
0: One thing to note is you can only enter this code when you hard power on the system, not at
1: reset. Yeah, you have a little... It's actually really funny, I think. They're a little, like, code teaser.
0: Yeah, so there is a screen that pops up, and that is when you have to enter the code. And this screen says, what now, Nick?
1: It just has... It's like a taunting where they're like, there are codes of conduct. Could there be a code of Mortal Kombat? Some codes about blood? Like, they really lay it on thick where they're like, can you find the code? Like... Right. They're they're really telling you there's a code here. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and if you enter that code, uh, you'll get a sound effect. Maybe even a get over here. I think so. And uh, then you
1: have blood. Yeah, and I mean... Well, relative to other video games i can see why they were like no way this is way too bloody but it's like it's so cheesy and cartoonish with yeah. the exception of some fatalities maybe
0: now i do have uh rules in my house about what my children can play and watch me play i try to be fairly responsible right uh i do have a much younger child and mm-hmm. uh i don't you know play any mature games around her and i try not to play any games with a lot of blood or violence you know but this game did not uh, have to be restricted, I felt. It was so cartoony, and the yeah. blood is so non-realistic that it, you see worse things in an itchy and scratchy short. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, Wayne is just so ridiculous and unrealistic. Like, the amount where you're just, like, you know, punching away at a dude's face, and it's just, like, gallons of blood are coming. It's, it's really silly. Like, it is
0: Yes, much more cartoony than it is disgusting by any stretch of the
1: imagination. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, another thing to note is that the Genesis controller that came in the box has three buttons
1: yeah it's very poorly suited for this bad boy
0: it is and I I actually tried playing the game a little bit with the three button system
1: oh really I I always was like no that's a deal breaker I even uh, as a kid we were like my friend had the six button controller so because we were like we're not even going to try because that's dumb
0: it is dumb and it makes it beyond not fun and extremely hard
1: I feel I kind of feel bad for Sega where it's like like i'm sure when they were de- you know they're designing the sega genesis and they're like yeah we're up in the ante three buttons and then super nintendo's like six buttons and they're like well who will need that <laughs> whatever and then it was like street fighter comes out and they're like nope six buttons man and you need every one we've obsoleted all these other controllers like
0: yeah yeah genesis really wasn't a bind there but they did come out with another controller mm-hmm. a six button controller i don't remember what it was called but it was specifically for these games and it is as you said a requirement yeah you you have to yeah we switched to that style of play and man it was like uh night and dusk <laughs> i mean i'm not going to say that the controls in this game are very uh responsive but they yeah. are at least easy to do
1: yeah uh the inputs the uh, first street fighter type games for fighting games i should say yes. are you know these are pretty forgiving
0: i am not a great Uh, fighting game player Uh, as you can attest in fact my all my fighting game practice came at the hands of losing to you and our other friends that (laughs) had many more years of of fighting game playing under their belt Uh, so at this point i can safely do a fireball you know a half circle the more basic street fighter style moves but i did find i could pull off any move this game asked me to these were a lot more taps and just directional you know oh yeah i mean i wish street fighter controlled this easy
1: Well, I mean, another thing, too, is it's like, especially this early in the series, like you're not doing combos and stuff. So you're not trying to time string these moves along into the, you know, you're just doing a move. So it's pretty, pretty simple.
0: Yes. So there are a few secrets in the game beyond just that blood code. Uh, There is an entire character that is a secret that you fight if you're lucky. And that is Reptile.
1: Yeah, he would uh, famously become a playable character in Mortal Kombat 2. Um, He's a palette swapped uh, ninja, much like sub-zero or scorpion but he's green but it's a pretty like i don't remember the exact thing you have to do i remember doing it um in my youth but you have to jump through it's like you have to beat these guys without getting hit and then you get to the pit stage and then you have to wait until you see these things fly in front of the moon and then you you kill the guys and do something and eventually you jump down and you're actually down there where you fight him and he seems to just have the all uh you know he's like sub-zero plus scorpion like he has all their moves As far as I remember, I I didn't really mess around with fighting him this time. I got nothing to prove now, so... Gotcha.
0: And we would be really remiss if we did not discuss the wonderful... I mean, wonderful is almost not a good enough word. (laughs) Theme song for the movie of Mortal Kombat.
1: Yes. Test your might.
0: Just hearing that test your might, I mean... A grin spreads Ah. across my face. I listened
1: to the heck out of the soundtrack back in the... I mean, this was... And it was made by George Clinton. Really? Yeah, he was the dude that made... The producer of the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie soundtrack.
0: That's amazing.
1: I didn't know he was... I didn't know him from Parliament Funkadelic. I consider myself extremely lucky (laughs) because
0: I did get to see uh, Parliament. And uh, it was actually George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars by the time I got to see them. Nice. But this song hilariously awesome if you don't like it i, I don't know i don't want to mean, tell you you probably did not grow up in the uh you were probably not coming of age in the 90s yeah
1: it's uh, i mean 90s techno you got all these cool sound samples i mean the movie is super cheesy but it's all right like yeah but this was
0: the first uh movie adaptation of a video game that at least tried to be more like
1: them the movie it had all the things that were in
0: in in the video game if you're
1: going from game like game movie adaptations like it's actually one of the best like yeah the bar is pretty low yeah that's what it's like but um you know i just have
0: extremely fond memories of uh driving around as people had just gotten their license and this song blaring out of various (sighs) stereos rocking and rolling Now, this is the part of the show where we would normally take a game level by level but there really aren't levels in this game more backgrounds <laughs> yeah and instead we're going to take this game character by character and you no know, let's start off with uh jean-claude van damme himself
1: all right johnny cage
0: johnny cage
1: yeah johnny cage he's kind of the, the pretty boy of the game in a way Hollywoody. uh
0: yeah and he is the character that was going to be the lead and was going to be jean-claude
1: van damme we always interpreted him as being jean-claude van damme well from the the get-go
0: the initials are the same yeah and he does do the splits at one point yeah which is contractually obliged to be in any (laughs) jean-claude van damme film
1: i mean it even in the manual gives you a little of his backstory where he's a you know he's from the u.s and he's an actor and he's basically only doing this tournament to get publicity for his next film i see now
0: johnny cage is uh not my favorite character to play as. Right on. Uh, I just, not cool enough for me, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, he's all right. I like, he's got, well, he's got like three special moves. He does.
0: And the website that I used, and you know, this is one thing I will suggest. Whenever you're going to play one of these games, just go find the FAQ for the moves.
1: Yeah, you don't need to figure them out yourself. Really. No, just have it open, sitting there right next to you,
0: you know. And a big note to everyone going back to the beginning days. If you're trying out your moves, come on, don't be a dick and hit the other guy (laughs) give each other a few seconds to figure out what your moves are yeah but you know uh let's start off with his they call this one the green
1: bolt oh yeah his uh it's like his little fireball Mm -hmm. he just kind of sidearms a little green ball at you i do like the way he throws it it is a little different than like a hoodoo can or yeah it's not like emitting out of his no it's like he's kind of tossing it yeah yeah i like that
0: and the thing i noticed about this game is i feel like all of the projectile attacks are pretty much the same strength
1: yeah, they're... Yes, I agree. And they cancel each other out if they hit as well. Is, in general, is that correct? Uh, well, some of them are, are weird in that, like... You know, if you shoot, like, like a, an ice ball through a fireball... If it, if you get hit by his fireball before your ice ball hits him, like, say, with Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. then then one of them will disappear. Whoever gets hit first, the other persons will go away. Okay, cancels out the other persons. But, I mean, yeah, I, it's pretty weird.
0: Okay. Well, his next move, they call the Shadow Kick.
1: Yeah, he has some, like copies of him behind you know just it's a charging forward you know he moves forward and kicks you and
0: moves a little quicker yeah, than oh Goma. yeah yeah so you know it's a nice dash kind of attack yeah and then we have
1: the ball breaker yeah this is do the splits and punch him in the gonads yes as a kid this was hilarious oh yeah and i mean the other dude like Ben, they get a special animation for getting hit and kind mm-hmm. of wail oh what does that uh, sonya do i don't know if it i don't remember i wish i would have checked now because i think she might just get hurt and right same, you know
0: she's not clutching anything yeah and then his fatality now that one's fairly cool
1: uh yes um do you just uh punch their head off yes straight off just uppercuts and their head flies and um, which also i wanted to mention that johnny cage has kind of a different looking uppercut than everyone else and mm-hmm. that his arm doesn't like curl up it's like a straight up okay kind of if you look it's slightly different but i always liked it eh.
0: next up is kano and kano is the terminator
1: yep that was right away we're like that guy looks just like terminator
0: yes he is a cyborg so i guess he's not a robot but he right. has part of his face missing showing the underskeleton, which yeah. is totally just like the terminator
1: it looks yeah straight out of t2 um it doesn't mention why he's a cyborg in the manual but okay. it does say that he was an american who was orphaned in tokyo oh that's weird and then he um He's like the head of the Black Dragon criminal group or something, but he mm-hmm. wants to win the tournament and loot Shang Tsung's palace. All so right. Big, now, big goals for Kano here. Now, in this last playthrough, Kano became one of my favorites. He was one of mine, too, uh, as a kid. Like, he's pretty cool looking, um, and I, like, I always thought it was cool that I'm like, oh, both of his special moves use the block button.
0: Yes, because they're super easy to do,
1: yep. and you're blocking if you mess him up. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, really... <laughs> There is no way to fail in, in that regard. And his first move is his spin attack. Yeah, or the cannonball type. Yeah, it is so goofy. That's part of the reason I love
1: him. It's pretty hilarious. Like, if you, you just do a 360 and...
0: Turn into, a, like, a human cannonball that... Is like floating in the air, spinning.
1: Yeah, it just looks like somebody rolling in the air over and over. And like as long as you hold down the button, he'll stay there in place until you let off, and then he shoots forward.
0: Yeah, it is so
1: hilarious. It's yeah, it's awesome.
0: It's fun to taunt people with that as well. <laughs> yeah. the, the spin.
1: You can be yeah. I mean, I remember fighting Kano versus Kano matches where mm. it was like total spin off. You're both just like standing there like, because uh. one of you will run out. Like you can hold it down. I think eventually it'll just force you to go. Mm. And it's like whoever goes first is gonna get it.
0: And then uh, his, his long-range move is the knife throw. And yeah. that's also super cool because I really like the animation of that knife. It's kind of like a weird arcing.
1: Yeah, it's like an end-over-end, like, you know, that's yeah. being thrown. It actually, yeah. It looks, looks... like a throwing knife. It's Not... probably my favorite fireball. So
0: And again, very easy because you do it by just holding the the, the uh, block button and back and then forward. Yeah. Yep. Tap, tap. And that's the other thing. Um, I was super used to trying to do, like, charge moves from Street Fighter oh right! And by, yeah, by being used those. to i mean attempting I, I can never get them off very <laughs> reliably but in this the tap moves when you back forward oh so great there's no timing involved
1: yeah that's nice and then does he only have two moves uh yeah just the two i mean he does have that if you're close and hit high punch he does a headbutt instead of a which is kind of cool yeah and it almost I mean, looks more like a face butt and it's like metal you know yeah like, yeah because he does
0: have that metal head so, so yeah I but mean, i like that then we should get into his fatality so Kano's finishing move is another, I mean, they're all super bloody, but yeah. this one is, is is also more
1: on the humorous side. Yeah, but it was like my second favorite because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, he well, it's a big ripoff of Indiana Jones yeah. and the Temple of Doom. He reaches into your chest and pulls out your still beating heart.
1: Yeah, holds it up above him. It's pretty awesome.
0: It would only be better if he took a bite out of it. <laughs> yeah. But something tells me... That would have been one step over the line.
1: Yeah, even for Midway. Even for Midway. All right, next up we have... Sonia. Sonya. Sonia. Yes, yeah, Sonya Blade, another uh, U.S. native. Um, now, she's the
0: one character I don't really feel has an analog, you know, in the pop culture world.
1: It's true, yeah. She's just girl fighter she kind of looks like linda hamilton maybe i don't know slightly but she's (laughs) not
0: wearing anything that she wore in the movies it's more of like a unitard kind of dance outfit
1: yeah it's weird she's i mean she's apparently a special agent who has been following and tracking kano Mm. to this tournament and then her the rest of her squad was kidnapped by shang sung and she is forced to fight for their lives got it now she has a few interesting moves as well she has her ring toss yeah, she just kind of shoots these electro ring things out. I mean, it's just fireball type move, mm-hmm. pretty standard.
0: And, you know, Sonia is not one I played with much. Nothing about her was too truly unique or interesting.
1: I mean, she has, she does have the her flying punch, which is one of my favorite moves I totally forgot about. That I used to really like for fighting other people where, you know, she kind of moves vertically and then horizontally across the screen and uh-huh. down in a punch move. Like you can really, if somebody's in the air, you can just hit them every time, knock them down.
0: Okay, well that's pretty handy. And her, then, yeah,
1: on top of that, she also has a leg grab. Yeah, this is the this is her big classic move where she kind of grabs you and fling, you know, slams you over. For, you know, she does a headstand, grabs yes. you with the legs, and slack, smacks you on the ground.
0: Yes, that was the first uh, sexy deadly move of lady martial <laughs> artists uh, yeah. before they adopted the Hurakarana. Uh, that you see in every action movie now.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same, you know, like similar, or like a Frankensteiner type move, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, any time that they can get a female action character to get their thighs or (laughs) legs around a a male enemy, that's pretty much the option they're going to take.
1: Yeah, exploiting her weaknesses.
0: And her fatality is, of course, the ultimate uh, weakness
1: exploiter. Mm. The kiss of death. Uh, She blows a kiss, and this little, like, fire comes flies over to you i think you can do it from anywhere on the screen it's one of the few oh that's pretty awesome and it'll just you know hits you and incinerates you right
0: yeah yeah you go up into a ball of flame and then we will move on to lu kang lu kang
1: also known as bruce lee yeah yeah um he is a surprise surprise from china and he is a one-time member of the white lotus society hmm. who has come to restore honor to this tournament to win it and bring it back from goro and shang tsung he's got he's kind of the most basic good guy character of the game
0: right and i think he also set the stage for every fighting game needing
1: a bruce lee analog well he's got the voice too man all the he's like that's wah, wah. It's hilarious
0: well i think you know didn't even street fighter add a bruce lee at some point
1: they did yeah they fail long
0: Fei long yeah so i mean I, I think from this point on every fighting game had their bruce lee yeah. and he's a pretty good one yeah you get his um awesome flying kick
1: yeah uh shoot you across the almost the whole screen Mm -hmm. we'll just knock dudes down
0: and then he also has the classic fireball
1: he has a hilarious i I think it was really cool looking the way it's like he he has his one leg up and he puts his his hands forward it's definitely from between is you know
0: looks more like a kung fu move yeah yeah and that also kind of solidifies his place as like the ryu of the series (laughs) right right now does he only have the two moves?
1: He does. Um, I mean, he does have his fatality as well, which is, I mean, it's the most basic of, you know. Yeah. He just does kind of a cartwheel, kicks them twice, and then uppercuts them.
0: Yeah. Well, he's a good nothing, guy.
1: Nothing too crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's fine. It makes sense. But it was It was a little like, meh. When you finally saw it, you're like, oh, I got it. I'm doing this fatality. And it's like, oh. That was it. But, yeah. You win some, you lose some.
0: Yes. And we're about to win some, because next up is
1: Scorpion. Scorpion. Scorpion, one of the two ninja palette
0: swaps. Uh, My son was very disappointed, by the way, in the fact that it was just a palette swap. <laughs> and I, I had to break the news to him that, oh, it gets so much worse yeah. in the future games. There aren't
1: even any robots yet. <laughs>
0: or lady ninjas with fans. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, this guy, uh, Scorpion, um, is actually a fallen ninja. Yes. Who is granted a chance to get vengeance versus the Lin Kuei uh, group. Who is what, uh, they're a group of ninja assassins. Mm-hmm. That's what sub is from. Ooh, But his outfit is yellow because it mocks, it's a cowardly color to mock the ninjas.
0: Oh, wow. And most people recognize Scorpion as one of the main characters of the series. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's pretty sweet. Like, he's one of the better. I feel like him and Sub-Zero were kind of the top tier. At least to me, we were always like, me, it's one of the two. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. Now, he does have his most famous move where he throws a spear out to you. It goes through your body and then, well, then you can just leave it there or you can hit back and he'll yell, get over here, here.
1: He pulls the guy over across the screen and then you can I mean, uppercut him. him uppercut, that's what you always do. Always.
0: <laughs> and, you know, that's become a very iconic move and
1: catchphrase. Yeah, that's soundbite. The oh, absolutely. And
0: Oddly enough, it's the one soundbite I don't see on the soundboard over here, Nick. I d- really? Really.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's okay, because we do have... <laughs> and I could listen to that about a million times.
1: And uh, so, even though it doesn't have a cool sound bite, his teleport is another move that's actually pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and it, it's really kind of cheap, actually. Because if you go from the spear uppercut to that, that's yeah. like an instant three major hits.
1: Well, it's also a good... Um you know because you don't just teleport you come out in a punching attack as well so from
0: the other side of the screen
1: and this was something that really to me blew my mind because I never seen any teleports in fighting games or almost any games i was like whoa that's that's really cool like you can move like you know you can get out of the corner it, mm-hmm. it's pretty useful it is very useful and then we have
0: the finishing move from Mr. Scorpion
1: yeah he uh Unmasks to reveal a Ooh, skull face. That's
0: right. The man has no skin.
1: And he breathes flames and uh, incinerates you. Sadly,
0: very similar to Miss Sonya's. But oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. All right. I've been saving my two favorite for last. Mm. And next up, we have...
1: Yeah. This is uh, this is always my favorite guy. The other ninja. Yeah. He's the ninja assassin, so...
0: No, he was always my favorite because that... Ice ball is yeah. the easiest thing in the world. To well,
1: do. yeah, it's just a standard fireball, but you freeze them, and then they're just helpless for longer than they need to be. Like y- they will thaw out after a little while, but you if, have plenty if, of time yeah.
0: to run up and uppercut them.
1: And then, even better, you can do a slide to yes. get a little extra damage when they land from the uppercut. That was why I always, you know, I was like, well, with Sub-zero, anytime you knock them down, you can, if you're quick enough, you can always just slide right afterwards to just add a little more damage to everything. Yes, that ice slide is a big pain in the butt if you are in the receiving end of some uh, sub-zero damage. The big reason I really liked him, though, was he had my favorite fatality. Yes. Which is the classic, grab your head and then rip it off your body with your spinal cord hanging down. Like, my jaw dropped the floor. I, me and my friend could not believe this, this was, like, real it Was mm-hmm. on a video game and it was and so awesome. Like, the
0: spinal cord even does like a it has its own animation. Yeah, it
1: like dangles around and um, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I will mention that in the Super Nintendo, this was edited. He just freezes you and then shatters you, so it kind of sucks. That does that that really sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then last but not least, the man who has probably become my favorite, mm? Raiden, Raiden, the lightning god. Yeah. Also known as that guy. From Big Trouble in Little China, because I loved that movie as a child. I yeah, saw it here. in the theater, and when I saw him in this game, I mean, I I, I didn't understand how copyright worked, right. but I was pretty <laughs> sure that this was not not
1: allowed. Well, and it was just like I don't know. This might be the third time I've seen someone in those like Chinese hats, like yeah. where, with lightning powers, like everything. I'm like this hits hits close to home. I mean,
0: it is exactly that guy. Other yeah. other characters in this game are based on people, but this is that
1: guy. Right, right. He's just, uh, yeah, but Raiden is a uh, Thunder mystic warrior guy who got a personal invitation from Shang Tsung to come to the tournament.
0: Oh, well, it's very nice of him uh, to invite him in that, that fashion. Now, the reason I like him so much these days is, um, well, he just has some really hilarious and cool moves.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, starting with his, his teleport. Yeah. You like that teleport. You might as well, I think you'd like this one a lot, too.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, this one doesn't, it's not an attack in and of itself but no. it's it's really quick and you just you know turn to a little you know lightning and then reappear it's behind as simple as hitting and down and up. Yeah. It's great. Um
0: then you have his long range attack and that is the lightning.
1: Yeah. Shoot a little lightning bolt. And what's
0: out. cool is it I think the sprite of it is longer than everyone else's fireballs.
1: I can, yeah, yeah. You get you know it has a different effect too when it hits like you get a lightning kind of zzzz, zaps mm-hmm. through them. It's it's pretty neat. But then my favorite move of his is the torpedo yeah we always call it the superman but he just you know flies across horizontally screaming at you and will knock you into the wall it's it's hilarious and i love it because it doesn't even require any button presses no it doesn't yeah it's just just d-pad yeah it's just back back forward yeah that's
0: so hilarious and man does he look i mean hilarious when he does that (laughs) yeah he's pretty pretty sweet so while there are many frames of animation uh for all the people's moves what makes this game so hilarious is that there aren't that many frames of animation to go from one move to another.
1: Oh, yeah. It's very jerky. and So way. it's like
0: when you go into that Superman, oh, yeah, he, it looks extra hilarious. You like lurch right into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is great. And then last but not least, we have his fatality.
1: Yeah. where well, He just electrocutes you till your head blows up, right? That yeah. is correct. Awesome.
0: Till your head blows up. Now... Just because we've talked about all the characters does not mean we're then talking about the game. Because you don't just fight the other player characters in the tournament. No, no. No, you have two more characters to fight. And then on the way to these mystery characters, sometimes in the tournament you'll have to fight more than one character at a time. Yeah, you Or back to
1: back. You have the, there's three endurance matches where you have to fight two people, one after the other, but... It doesn't seem to increase the difficulty or AI. They fall for the same tricks. You can just keep sweeping them or just punching and they'll just walk into it. It's pretty easy. And then there are, what is it, three different backgrounds to fight in or stages? We didn't mention, though, along the way you will be uh, doing your test your might bonus games where mm-hmm. you're just button mashing to chop through various materials. Uh, and do you get a bonus? I think, something it's, just for that? I think it's just points. Yay? Yeah.
0: And the stages themselves are all pretty much the same. You've got, like, a victory hall, you've got a courtyard, you've got a shrine, but there is one that is a noticeable difference, and that is the pit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the only one where, like, it has a, um, a locational fatality, kind of, where you can, if you uppercut somebody at the end of the match during the finish him segment, it'll, they'll just fly off the side of the, the, the pit. <sighs> Yeah, they'll fly off the side of the screen, the pit, and they'll fall down onto some spikes and impale themselves.
0: And that's a unique, uh, you know, death for everyone, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And this is also part of how you
1: unlock the battle with Reptile. reptile. Yeah, that's where he's down there. It's got to be on that stage.
0: So, (laughs) next up in the tournament, once you have defeated all of your human or lightning god uh, opponents, you now get to fight a creature that seems like it would have an unfair advantage. Because... This creature has four arms.
1: Yes. The a, mighty Goro. A great uh he's a half dragon warrior.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And um Well, he doesn't really look half dragon. I he guess he doesn't it, look any dragon at all. I don't know why dragons have four arms, but yeah, whatever.
0: And then the other funny thing is it's you know, since everyone else was digitized, it is slightly noticeable that this guy is
1: more claymation yeah, than anything say, else. He looks like he was uh, a model, but Hey
0: that's cool. And, you know, it is cool. I do like the idea of, uh, oh, at the very end, you're going to have to fight a dude with forearms, a bigger guy. It's pretty cool.
1: uh, Yeah, and, I mean, he's not... He can be tough because his moves are pretty strong. Mm -hmm. and he has I mean, the upside of him having a large hitbox is that he can hit you from far away, but you can hit him easily, too. Okay. But it's very, you know, he does a lot of damage. That's his only difficulty, really.
0: But he doesn't have a very large move set.
1: No, he only... I mean, he has a fireball. He does a weird... Hop thing. He hops you. around a lot. I think he punches you and throws you. I think that's about it.
0: Okay. And then if you defeat him, then you get to move on to the final battle. Yes. With Shengsung, tournament organizer. Yeah. Um, he's done all the paperwork. Yeah. He has uh finished officiating all the matches. Now it's his turn to join.
1: Yeah. And he's again. um His big thing is he can change himself. He can change shape into any of the fighters and yes. do their moves.
0: Which you'd think would be unstoppable.
1: Yeah, but not really. He changes him at weird times. Or it's like you'll knock him down and on his way up, he changes into somebody and you're just, you know, you're like, whatever. Uh, he can shoot fireballs. He can shoot up to three in a row. Okay. But again, the AI is so dumb, it's not hard to beat this guy, really. At mm. least on normal difficulty. And then once you
0: have defeated him, you are given an
1: ending. Uh, yeah, every, every character gets their own ending, too. Yes. And then you said you actually wrote down... All of the endings. Uh, yeah. So, um, so give me a brief seven. overview. Um, okay. Well, uh, Johnny Cage mm-hmm. uh, wins a tournament. He returns to Hollywood to star in Mortal Kombat, the movie. Um, I give that one a thumbs up. Which, um, you know, is kind of prophetic in a way. It is. Because there was a Mortal Kombat movie. But he was not in it.
0: No, no. Not... I mean, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Damn.
1: Van Damme <laughs> wasn't in it. but
0: Lord, but he was in the Street Fighter film. Yeah, which is... Playing the American Guile. Yeah. Anyways. Bizarre. I give that ending a thumbs up. Next ending.
1: Um, Kano, uh, the black hand, takes over the tournament and basically is so corrupt till it crumbles is what they say. Like, it just kind of runs out. They rob everybody and... Boo. Thumbs down. Not much there. Next. Um, Liu Kang returns the tournament to its Shaolin monks and is restored to... Whatever it used to be. ...500 years ago.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm down. Thumbs up on that
1: one. Um, This is my favorite ending. Okay. Uh, Raiden. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, wins a tournament and gets bored with fighting mortals so he invites other gods to tournaments and their battles destroy the world
0: oh two thumbs up and and then, i like that a lot and then it
1: says have a nice day oh even better i in fact <laughs> i want to play that game i remember laughing yeah no kidding yeah <laughs> okay next um sonya saves her squad stop shang sung and the black dragon terrorist group so Meh. yeah thumbs down. Um Sub-Zero is revealed that his only goal was to assassinate Shang Tsung. He was hired by somebody else, being an assassin, and he returns to the shadows. Boo. Thumbs yeah. down. And uh, Scorpion. Um, he entered the tournament to kill Sub-Zero. Oh. Because I think he killed him originally, but the curse of his undeath is that he, he will live forever, but he cannot know his family. Because, you know, he's a wife and kid, apparently, that he's not allowed to speak to ever again. Oh, So it's yeah. kind of kind of a curse. I'll give that one a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a good hit or miss list and the
0: endings to most fighting games are pretty horrible
1: yeah these i felt even back then i was like these have a little more chops to them than i expected from you know street fighters just like good job you won they kept you know something maybe you'll see gorbachev dance or something funny but hmm. most of the time it wasn't
0: well all in all i think you know that, that would be a fitting way to end out a long and crushing night of playing this game on your home <laughs> console <laughs> Well, here we are in the final portion of the show, our review section, and we always review using the classic Nintendo Power Review system, which has four categories with a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. <laughs> Nick, I gave this game a 2.5. Um,
1: I gave it a
0: 3.0. Okay. I said that the animations were nice and fluid, but the Genesis sound it was just horrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> you know, that, that's the, the the downside is that it's like you don't get the voice over stuff. Right, you don't get the, no voice. the voices. Sega one, but it just seemed to feel better. Um, I'm not even a big fan of digitized graphics, period, as listeners may know. Um, so, I mean, see
0: the Donkey Kong Country <laughs> episode.
1: And there will be more. Um, the, uh, you know, I just think that in this case, like, the things that I normally would dislike about the graphics and the animation and stuff work because it makes it feel more like a cheesy kung fu action movie.
0: All right. I will agree with you there. I do like that aspect. But, you know, you do loo- you do get blood in the Genesis version, but you lose all sense of the backgrounds looking like anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's just not, not a whole lot to look at across the board. Yep. <laughs> well, what did you rank the play control?
1: Uh, I gave it a 2.0.
0: Well, I gave it a slightly better 2.5. Now, if you're using the three-button, I gave it a 1.0. I
1: won't even play that game.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the three-button one, I wrote, this is a sick joke of a control scheme. <laughs> but for the five-button controls, I did say it is slightly better. And uh, if you haven't played the SNES or arcade version, I guess you aren't missing out too much. Yeah. It's responsive, and I'll give it that. I mean... I, I don't know. It, I I don't fault the controls for me not being able to do what I want all the time. I just fault the game. More. The,
1: it's weird. Like you know, I almost would have hurt the score more if it didn't have such simple inputs for your special moves. Right. Like, I mean, I could
0: almost always do my special moves. It's just getting the timing of them right. Well, and my normal when people moves. People are jumping man, around.
1: I feel like there's just too much lag. Like it, it felt really sluggish to me.
0: Yeah, I I will agree with that one hundred percent. So what did you rank the challenge factor of this game? Um, I gave it a 2.0. I guess you had an easier time than I did. I gave it a 3.5. I,
1: I mean, in general, I found that it was just after playing a few rounds, I was like, all right, I know these three or four tricks that the computer just can't deal with fast enough. Mm. Repeatedly sweeping them, just standing there and punching, they'll block and then start walking at you. Or these just dumb things that I was, I wasn't really getting better it was just tricking the AI, which
0: I wasn't really willing to put that time in.
1: I, I mean, it, it yeah, exactly. I mean, these games aren't really made to play against the computer, ideally, right. anyways. Now,
0: I could actually get a little further. The arcade version definitely harder. I did not get nearly as far as I okay. expected in that. <laughs> but you know, overall, I would say that this game is is not, as you said, to be played against the computer. The, really, the real challenge yeah. factor comes from playing against another
1: human. Yeah. Uh, once you, you know, you play the computer to like practice your moves and just get better, but you're not going to, you're only going to get so good.
0: <laughs> and finally, we have theme and fun. Um, I give it a 3.0. I give it a 3.5. Now, I think I have a higher score than you because I did play this two player. Right. Well. And this is the kind of game that even if it's not wonderful, just seeing the moves done on each other and and having that, one-on-one versus aspect does bring a lot more joy to a game like this
1: it's and i mean there's there's something to be said for it being simpler than most fighting games definitely than any fighting games that come out nowadays right um you know it's a, a good intro to the genre mm-hmm. and i mean it, it's cheesy enough and funny enough to and you know it's entertaining
0: yeah it does keep a lot of the arcade feel and and the feel i'm talking about is that cheesy you know kung fu film yeah. quality And it carries over, and it does a great job of just letting you have a good time. Well, Nick, should you play this game?
1: No. Um, I think you should if you play the arcade, but... I agree. I said no, it's not
0: worth it, not even for the blood on
1: the The, Genesis version. The console ones, like, even if you loved it and remember it, you're going to be like, ugh, I should not have come back. If you can find a way to play the arcade version of one go for it that does hold up and it's still a lot of fun i was hoping i was glad you played it because i was like i mean my my memories must come from the arcade because this does not
0: (laughs) they totally do i mean we sunk at least an an hour to an hour and a half in that game and we were meaning to play it for about 10 minutes right so like we said avoid the console version for once we say (laughs) and go find yourself a, a way to play this in an arcade or an arcade version Next week's game will be Contra for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, find a copy of that game any way you can. Grab your controllers, and I said controllers, because that needs to be played two-player for yeah. the maximum
1: fun. And play along, friends. And if there's anything we forgot, stuff you want to correct, or just want to give us a shout-out, or say hi, get a hold of us at cartridgecommand@gmail.com, at gmail.com.
0: Or, you know, hit us up on Facebook at cartridgecommand.com on facebook.com yeah whatever the thing is a lot of you guys have been uh throwing stuff our way giving us um some great notes and just you know reminiscing about some of the games we played a lot of responses to that dragon warrior episode so big thumbs up to you on that one nick all right and um of course you can always check us out on twitter at cart command please subscribe to the show it's the easiest way to make sure you get the next episode as soon as it drops usually wednesday morning And of course, we always must thank our wonderful patrons at patreon.com. It is you that make this show happen in every way. I mean, we sat down to (laughs) record today and realized we busted one of our little plugs and had to run out and grab another. So guys, thanks to you, we can do that. Not a problem. So please give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. And remember, it is our patrons that not only make the show possible, but that help choose our future episodes. And, as always, cartridge commandos,
1: Game on!
0: You haven't had to stare at my weird faces for like three weeks now. (laughs)